This is Shane Gibson's podcast from ClosingBigger.net. Today I'm going to talk about 10 things that will not change about social media in 2010. I've seen all kinds of lists about what's going to change about social media in 2010 and all these grand projections and new software and new technology and new groups of people getting involved and new demographics and you name it. But I just want to talk about 10 things that are definitely not going to change about social media. Never will, never have. Actually, they've never changed about the internet, effective use of the internet, actually, as far as a marketing and communications tool. So let's talk about 10 things that will not change about social media in 2010. And I'm going to read through them really quick, and I'm going to run through them individually. So number one, it's about the conversation. Number two, it belongs to everyone. Number three, it can't be controlled, only led. Number four, it works best integrated. Number five, it doesn't fit in the marketing ROI box. Number six, it is an investment, though. Number seven, it's never been about the tools, but those who wield them. Number eight, it's not going away. It's not a fad. Number nine, experimenting with your client's money is a bad idea. And number 10, success belongs to the storytellers. So let's talk about these top 10 really quick. And here it goes. Number one, it's about the conversation. So this year, a number of people, small business people, startups, large companies hopped onto Twitter or launched a blog or started a YouTube channel. And what they started doing is instead of having a conversation, they were screaming at their prospects. So especially Twitter, which is really the, I guess, the tool de jour, so to speak, the popular one today, especially if you're B2B marketers uh, and the rest of us, is it's really a bi-directional communications tool. In other words, the term media is almost immediately misleading for most marketers. They go, oh, media, just like a billboard, just like a direct mail drop, just like an email blast. But in fact, it is more of a bi-directional communication tool. It's always been about the conversation. And in fact, people who've been able to harness and use the web for building network connections and relationships have always known, even back in the day before the visual web, was that the net has always been about helping individuals connect to individuals, share best practices, create community, build relationships, and generate, of course, revenues out of those relationships. But most people forget the relationship part and the genuine connection part and go right from that from to marketing blast and give me your money. And so this is where people have fallen on their face in the past year with their campaigns. And I believe that in 2010, they will continue to fall on their face because you know what? It's all about the conversation and it's a bit counterintuitive for traditional marketers and salespeople. And so those people who get better at listening and get better at dialogue are going to win. Number two, it belongs to everyone. So I think about the recent Saatchi and Saatchi flub online where they took, uh, which who's the large ad agency, global ad agency, one of the biggest, and uh, did a campaign for Toyota, which enraged a lot of people and uh, caused them a lot of problems from the branding perspective as a brand. And then what was really interesting, which I thought was more interesting than the debacle, which major brands are going to continue to mess up online like this, and so are individuals. It's kind of how they respond is going to tell us whether it was really a bad thing, is that all of a sudden people from different factions of marketing and sales popped up. And one group said, you know, I remember one guy saying, look, obviously compliance didn't get to these guys soon enough around the brand and how it should be used. Another person said, well, it's really a 
PR thing and that's why it was blown because a marketing agency did it and they don't get PR. And then some new media guy said, but it's really about new media. It's not about marketing or PR and they don't understand the digital landscape. What I laughed about is that they're all right and they're all wrong. See, social media belongs to everyone. It is part marketing, part PR, part community, part leadership, part sales, part service. It is a communications platform, not a medium. And so when we look at this thing, it's a medium and a communications platform. When we look at this, here's the key, is that it's about taking all of these things into consideration and really bringing them all into your strategy holistically before you launch any type of campaign. And in fact, I'll talk a little bit later about why campaign mentality is really wrong with social media. So this year, it's been proven that social media belongs to everyone. Anybody from a lowly service person right up to the CEO of an organization can get engaged to make a difference. Number three, it can't be controlled. It can only be led. So what we've learned in the last couple of years about social media moving forward is not going to change. And that is the customer now owns your brand. See, they can take a picture of something in your retail store, post it on Twitter. It can be shared by 12 people. Someone can make a video about it, put some music to it, fire that up on YouTube. The press can grab a hold of that and rifle that right through traditional media. And next thing you know, it, you have got a serious PR storm going on. And these in or just simply ongoing small conversations about your brand begin to create it and an opinion about you. So the only thing we can do is we can no longer control this or stamp it out. We can only lead it. We can lead it as thought leaders. We can lead it by creating unique content, unique information, engaging, listening, and truly, truly getting involved in that dialogue and that conversation. So although it can't be controlled, social media can be led. This has been true this year. It'll be true tomorrow year, tomorrow, and the next year. Number four, what we found which is kind of what many people have always said, or a number of people have said, and I think many, many people are realizing, is that what's not going to change in 2010 is the fact that social media works best when it's integrated. So it's not Twitter or Facebook. It's both in most cases. And it's not offline or online, or online mediums are going to kill offline mediums, and offline marketing is no longer necessary. In fact, they're all more powerful. They're integrated. Blends Coffee is a great example. So Blends Coffee has a great social media presence online. In fact, the CEO, George Moan, has been recently interviewed at several media sources, plus guest speaker at many conferences. And one of the reasons why is that they've made really had some great success online through social media use. But the reality is, is that part of it is George has made sure and his team has made sure it's integrated. In other words, when you go into the physical locations, they're promoting their online brand. In addition to that, what you'll find is that you've walked past six blends locations today, even if you haven't gone in before you see that Twitter update. And even when they're doing their press releases and all these types of things, all their major online and offline destinations are integrated into that messaging. So the key here is that whether it's a mail drop that blends still does to invite you to a new store opening or whether or not it's an online promotion, it's all integrated offline, offline offline, online, and multiple mediums. So social media works best when it's integrated and it'll continue to do so. Number five, it doesn't fit into the marketing ROI box, return on investment. One of the reasons why is that relationships take a little bit longer to really see a return on investment or return on relationship out of than a traditional mail drop media campaign or blitz of billboard ads to drive traffic into a store. 
And so it's about a trust building exercise. Now there still is an ROI on that, but it's not like a traditional marketing campaign in most cases. In fact, even if you do have a short-term traditional marketing ROI from your social media, what you'll find is the true benefit is the ongoing relationship with that customer in years to come, and often that's forgotten. Number six, it's an investment, pretty straightforward. People who think that social media is free forget time. They forget negative impacts on their brand. They forget what it takes to train people and develop and learn. And so it's definitely an investment. But what's great about it, it, is cost, it does cost very little to get started. And through cracks of time and even a few extra hours, we can develop a very powerful set of tools and knowledge to really grow our brand. But it is an investment. Number seven, number seven thing that's not going to change about social media doesn't matter what technology comes along, it's never been about the tools, but those who wield them. So I think about Kyle McDonald, who traded a red paperclip for a house over 14 trades over an entire year. You can go to oneredpaperclip.com and check out the story. What's interesting is that all he used was a Blogspot website, which or blog, which is a free website, and he used Craigslist, which is another free medium. But these are relatively archaic social media tools compared to what you have today. Yet he achieved something that very few have done since then, or actually none have done since then, and was able to trade up just through relationship development and using these two tools. The key is, is the key ingredient wasn't technology. The key ingredient was engagement and creativity. Number eight it's not going away. So the big thing you want to know about social media, uh, it was true this year and it's going to be true next year, is it's not going away. It's not a fad. It's only going to grow and become a bigger part of what we do. It's also going to become a seamless part of what we're going to do. It's going to be integrated more and more into business and the way we consume and communicate. Number nine, and this is a funny one, but I got to remind you, and this is for those of you who kind of do what I do uh, or do what I do even better, maybe on a bigger scale or a smaller scale or want to do it, is, man, don't experiment with your client's money. It's a bad idea. In other words, going back to the Satchi and Satchi uh, sort of example from number two, it belongs to everyone. We talked about what happened with them in Toyota. The reality is they don't have a huge track record online in social media. And they jumped in and they experimented in a rather edgy way with one of their customers' brands or one of their customer brands, and it jumped up to bite them in the rear end as a result. And so my suggestion is if you're going to experiment on anything, experiment on your own personal brand. Get out there, try things out, build a following, see what gets results, get a bit messy, make some mistakes, apologize. And once you get it, once you've studied it, once you've associated with people who get it, who've done it, and maybe they'll do some mentoring with you, then maybe it's a good time to experiment with your client's money. But it's really dangerous and it's really easy to ruin a reputation quickly if we're moving into this space without realizing all the implications. Remember, it's not just a marketing tool, a PR tool, a sales tool, or a service tool. It is all the above and more. And number 10, and this is really important, is success belongs to the storytellers. So the people who are most followed on Twitter are either a story unto themselves, you look like an Ashton Kutcher, who you know is, yes, he's a famous individual and that works for him, but also he's got a great story and he continues that story. Otherwise, people would unfollow him and find him boring. And so the reality is he's telling a story about his life. Uh, you know, we, From this perspective, even if we drill down more, each individual brand, if we look at Ford 
and, and at Scott Monty. Why they've had so much success on Twitter is they've been able to weave and tell the Ford story. Actually, if you go to thefordstory.com, you'll see why that site is so engaging. It's not just a static website. It's a site that tells a story and actually grows as their story grows. So success in social media also belongs to those who can tell a great brand story over and above and beyond just features, advantages, and benefits that engages, connects in a unique way and really is bi-directional in its nature. So that's 10 things that aren't going to change about social media this year or I believe any year. It's just going to grow and maybe get better with the technological applications. But those are some of the core principles and things we want to think about when we move into or continue to use social media in the next year. This is Shane Gibson's podcast from ClosingBigger.net.